Hallelujah tonight, praise the Lord. Give God praise for another wonderful time with the Word. You are welcome in Jesus' name to church tonight. Thank you for tuning in to God's Word. Um, it's a pleasure to be together again bringing forth the word. I thank everyone who um, has joined in today and as we join in, the Lord will prosper his word in us in Jesus' name. I want to appreciate Pastorinka uh, and the media team for the Lord Sunday and Brother Manuel, our our transcriber, and then Lord Timmy that also deputizes for him anytime he's, uh, he's a little not available. Thank you for all your services and labors of love. Um, it's, a, it's a sign of the spirit of um, the Son of the Spirit of Jesus and the nature of the family of God nature of the family of God. Um, tonight I want to welcome everyone who is tuning in and a non-member of the uh, local assembly. Thank you for tuning in. We've really been blessed like we've been blessed again today with the word of God. Um, I want to introduce you today to the word and to the Lord in the center of everything you do. The reason we are alive is the reason we are believers, is the reason we are Christians, is the reason we have the hope of eternal life. That is the greatest hope any man can have. You see, one thing with the faith of God is that there are three things the Bible says abound forever. First Corinthians 15 13. It says, Now abided faith, hope, and love. Faith abides because by it we trust God. Hope abides, for by it we are able to believe God for what He has said He will do. And love abides, for by it faith is sustained. And so there is faith, hope, and love. And today I want to assure you that you will be blessed by the study of the Word. Um, let us pray. Father, I thank you tonight. I love you, Father God. Let your children come again in faith with their hearts open unto you to partake of your table. Lord, as this bread of the world is broken today, to give us life, light, and hope. You give us strength to continue in this world until we see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lord, anoint my tongue. I must speak like an oracle. Lord, I don't want to speak like an ordinary man. I don't want to speak like a man with intellect. I don't want to speak with wisdom. That the faith of your children will not rest in man's wisdom or in man's charisma. But it rests in your wisdom, O God. Cause your wisdom, Father God, to be manifested. Thank you, O God. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome to Bible study today. I'm so glad. Um, I wish I can go over the reasons we have Bible studies. I know Pastor has given us some of those reasons sometimes um, past in, in our posts. Um, is a way we grow spiritually. Um, Philippians chapter 3. When we read verses 20 and 21, Philippians chapter 3, on the read verse 20 and 21 to study tonight. I feel like to start from there. Um, it says, For our conversation, so version says, For our citizenship. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, for everyone who is born again, you are a citizen. You are, you are a green card carrying person of heaven. Glory to God. 
know we 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 were born into sin, but we have been recreated into the citizens of heaven. Hallelujah. By the sacrifice and the atoning grace and the blood of Jesus, we are now citizens of heaven. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a thing to rejoice for. It's a thing to be, to be thankful for. It says, for our citizenship is in heaven. From whence also we look for a savior. We look for, because, it's because we are from there, that's why he's coming from there for us again. Amen. And that's the doctrine of the rapture. He's coming from heaven. Why? Because that's where we are from. Amen. And he said, Who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body? Hallelujah. It's one thing that will happen when Christ comes back. It will change our body. Our body will be, will be changed. This body we have right now will, 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 will be, will be supernaturally transformed to a heavenly and a glorious body. Hallelujah. And that day shall come. Not too long from now. Amen. Praise God. So, so this, this, so, 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 so we, 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 we understand that, um, and by the word of the Lord. And so we comfort and enjoy and encourage ourselves in this. Our citizenship is in heaven. From where our Savior also cometh from. To take us. Amen. Thomas, let's that also one more time to the book of Deuteronomy chapter number 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. I want to show you a pattern of this in the Old Testament. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to show you a pattern of this in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy chapter 6. I want to read verse 23. This is a hope. And when it says, Abide faith, hope, and love, this is what the hope of God means. It's by hope of God we await. Praise God, by faith we believe. You see that? By faith we believe to receive Jesus. Ephesians 2 For by faith are you saved, or by grace are you saved through faith. So we are saved by grace through faith. So faith is the instrument through which we get we got born again in Christ. If any man be in Christ, is a new creation. You are in Christ, you are a new creature. Old things are passed away, now all things have become new. From the day you got born again, all things passed away. The new reality of Christ is done on you. You see that? So we got born again by work, by grace through faith. So that's the work of faith. By faith we understand. By faith we receive. By faith we appropriate everything, every grace that God has given unto us. Now by hope we await the coming. Amen. So that's why hope is important for you. And, and in Hebrews forward about hope as confidence. He says, cast not away therefore your word, your confidence that has a great confidence of the word. So by hope we, we anticipate his coming. That's why, that's why hope is important in your life. Never, 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 ne- never become hopeless at any stage in your life. Let the hope of God, what, what, what does that hope do? It keeps us expectant. Hallelujah. Now faith is a sort of faith word, hope for. Amen. And what is love? Bible says it's through love that the faith is established. Love is what helps us to fulfill all the laws of God. But so what is this in Deuteronomy chapter 6 Say, and he brought us out from thence. Deuteronomy 6 That he might bring us in. Praise God. You see, the reason God brought us, brought the of Israel out of Egypt, that in my word, bring them into Canaan. Hallelujah. You see, it's a journey that we know the end from work, the beginning. It is not a journey in the unknown. Listen to me now, church. Every religion don't know where they will end. They ask Muhammad, he said, well, I don't know where I'm going. Buddha don't know where, where he was going. No religious leader of the world can say before they die categorically that they knew where they were going to. 
For Jesus our Lord says, I know where I came from, I know where I'm going to. John 14 verse 1, he says, Let not your heart be troubled, believe in God and also believe in me. For in my father, I told you, I go to prepare a place for you, so that where I am, there ye may be also. Glory to God. This is the gospel of Christ. This is the good news. This is why Christianity is different from every other religion. It's a way of life. It's the one way that God has said that men may be saved. Someone say amen with me tonight. And he brought us out from thence, from Egypt, that he might bring us in to give us the land which he promised our fathers. Amen tonight. So this is the type of what God is doing for us in the New Testament. See, everything that happened in the old is a shadow of the type of the New Testament. So when we got born again, God did not save us to abandon us. No, He saved us to bring us in. Amen. So there's a bringing in by the Lord. What's Amen tonight? Hallelujah. They say bring it in. I want that to be in your heart. Let, let nothing etch that, that from your spirit. There is a bringing in at the end of it all. Praise God. Colossians 1.12 Giving thanks to the Father always. Who has made us meet. Colossians 1.12 Who has made us meet to be partakers of inheritance of the saints in life. Giving thanks, glory to God. You give thanks for what you have already, hallelujah. For we have redemption now in Christ, therefore we can give thanks to God. He has qualified us, praise God. Listen, that's why we are not saved by the works that we have done. It's not by law, it's by grace and it's by the mercy of the Lord that we are saved. Therefore, we give thanks always to the Lord. Say, so giving thanks to the Father who has made us, who has qualified and justified us by himself. To be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Hallelujah. The saints are in the light. Why? Because Christ himself is the light. John 1 verse 5. In him was life and the life in him was what? The light of men and the light shined in the dark and the darkness would not comprehend it. Praise God. You are in the light. Amen. And light and darkness don't stand together. Glory to God. The light we have now in Christ is our victory. That this is who has what? Who has translated out of the kingdom of darkness. That what he said there. Into. Praise God that we are not transferred and then left in suspense. Glory to God. No, no, no. It's, we, we, we know by, by the word of the Lord that our transference, our bit of left from darkness, we've been, we've been moved now into the kingdom of word of life of his dear son. The son of his love. Hallelujah. Right now we are in the family of God. We are in the kingdom of God. Therefore we can call God our father. We can catch him our father. Do you have a need tonight on God? You can catch him like a son. We catch your father. Like a child will cry to his father. You can cry to God. And God has promised to hear you. Hallelujah. For he has put the spirit of his son in us. Therefore we can cry. Abba Father. We've been adopted by the blood. Because of the cup, our, our, our propitiation. The way has been opened. The door has been opened. The Paul said Hebrews 4. Says, Therefore we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Hallelujah to somebody. Both into the throne of grace. And this is what I'm here to present to you today. That I'm obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Are you in need today? There's grace for you. Are you in your mercy today? There's mercy available for you by the word of the Lord. Why? Because Christ has become our propitiation unto God. He has paid the price fully. God has, has taken the penalty for us over him. Now we are justified by faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to share with you what's worth today. Amen. And you see, we've been talking about, about the spiritual progression of faith. And today, I want to make a little progress. Amen. Trusting God to, to show some light so we can walk in the victory of God. Victory of God. Victory of the Father. The victory of the Lord. Uh, before I, I, I start tonight, let me say one or two things to us. The reason we are born again is because God has chosen it to be so. You see, it doesn't matter who doesn't like you or who likes you, it doesn't matter, God loves you. And He has chosen you 
to stand before him before the world was born. And therefore you are a miracle in the hands of God. It is not your money. It is not your, your charisma. It's not your talent. It's not your gift that has brought to him. All those things are like filthy rags. Everything put together cannot qualify you. But his mercy has chosen you. Hallelujah. He has chosen you for a life eternal. For a peace that, 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 that can't be explained. Peace inexplicable. Joy unexplainable. Grace unattainable. Mercy undeserved has come on us by the benevolence of the Father. Lift your hands and give up praise everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just thank you. Amen. Thank you for taking you too. Thank him, give him praise, give him praise, give God praise tonight in the house of God. We thank you, our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, when we are born again by the word, and by the way, how did we get born again? By the seed of the word. You know, today I was studying and the Lord was talking a few things to my heart. I was asking some questions in, in the Bible and, and uh, it, those things are not, uh, I'm not going to talk about today. We got born again by the seed of the world, first Peter one twenty three. And how do you now know that you are saved is that the seed had taken on life. This now hear me. The seed in itself or the seed alone cannot produce life. And that's why he said, and the seed of the woman. But it took the overshadowing of the spirit to energize the seed of the woman. And when the seed of the woman empowered by the Holy Ghost came, he began to grow. Do you see that? We're born again by the, by the word of the Lord. But we know that that seed has produced, has taken life by the growth that the seed begins to show. That's why I said, when you're born again, you ought to bring forth food worthy of what? Of repentance. He said, for by that fruits we shall know them. So when God say, by the seed of the word, mixing with faith in us to produce. How do we know that that word has mixed with faith in our hearts to produce? Is by the fruit that comes out of that confession or profession. Amen. And so, when the seed produces, we 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 we, 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 we begin to grow. That's how we actually know that that seed has taken root in us. You know that when you plant maize, you expect to see the 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 corn to have sprout in how many days? Minimum of three days. If by the third day it's not growing, the farmer will go there and check if the seed is still alive. A farm. And once it's not alive, what does he do? He replaces a new one. So how do we know that the word of God has been sown in your heart for regeneration? There is a growth. Hallelujah. Uh, okay, just follow me. How do we know, sir? It's scripture. How do we know that the word of God has been sown, has taken root in your heart? Is that the word will begin to what will grow and it will start to affect how you live.
You know, Jesus said, These people draw near to me with their what? With their lips. But their hearts are far. Once your heart is far, it means that seed has not been there. You are not, you are not, you are not, you are not recognized by God if the seed of God is not there. How do we know? We can't just assume everyone is born again. No, no, no. Something definite must, must manifest. And when that seed grows, the first we see is that a baby is born. Amen. And when a baby is born, a baby cries. And when a baby cries, most times they cry for milk. They cry for milk because there's light in them. Amen. Praise God. Babies cry for milk because there's life in them. The life in them is what makes them to cry. Because that life must be fed by the world. Imagine you have a two-month-old baby and for three days, that baby has kind of food. You are afraid. You know that something is wrong. A living baby cries for food. And you cannot placate the baby to stop crying because you don't have time. The, 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 the more that placate the baby to stop crying, the more the baby cries. The only thing that makes the baby stop crying is when the baby is fed. So the hunger for the world is a sign that you are, you are alive. Let me say it again. The hunger for the world. It says, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. The, the more you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you just want to do that. You just want to improve your life. You just want to be better believer. That's what shows you are, you are happy. The moment you don't give so much attention to those things, it shows something is wrong with you. Something is wrong fundamentally with your, with your Christian growth. And growth is a sign of living. But tonight, I want to go a little deeper. And make little progress. Yeah, when the family of God, what God expects us to, to grow. Do you know that some people will, will, will remain babies until they die? And that's not the will and the plan of God for them. But the reason God is bringing us this teaching in this time as a church is because He wants us to grow. And my duty as a pastor is to, is to present us to Him and, 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 and by the word of the Lord see us to spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus tonight help us with your word. Come with me tonight to Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews 5, I'll read from verse 11 to 6 to Hebrews 5, everybody. Hebrews 5. Now, this is God's expectation for you and I in the kingdom, in the body. Hallelujah. You know, when you were born, your fingers were tiny, but now they, they, they've grown more than, more than they were when you were younger. So every member of the body of Christ is designed to grow. Now, one of the things that the Bible calls each member is a joint. Now, the word joint is like, is like a supply point. Praise God. Come with me to Ephesians. Put your hands where I mentioned in Hebrews. I'm coming back to Hebrews shortly. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians 5. Thank you, Lord. Okay, sorry, Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. That's going to be Ephesians 4. Um, I'll also read from verse 
from verse 14. You see that? 14 says that we henceforth okay, what is henceforth? That means there's a, there's a point you must get to that some things must stop. You see that? So when you say the word henceforth, it means there's something before and there's something to have to happen afterwards. We henceforth be no more children toast to and fro. That means children are toast. Children are not mature. They are easily swayed. They can't discern the word of God for themselves. Hallelujah. That we be no more children toast to and fro and carried about. You know, the, the, the there are people today who attend every program, they tune to every, every man of God, every, everything they listen. Do you notice that when you get on a level, you are free to take every course. Your course is so broad, but the higher you go, the narrower the course becomes. Because of that, the higher you go, the narrower. In masters, you narrow more down. In PhD, in fact, you, you, you just look at just one area. In post PhD, I don't know what you don't do. So the higher you go, the narrower your focus becomes. But children want everything. You are not designed to do that. It says, it says, it says, it says they are carried about with every wing of teaching. By the slate of men and cunning craftiness. Why? Because they're not able to discern. God wants to discern because until you discern, you will not understand when men are just crafty or when men are just cunning. And the intent is to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, we may grow up. That's the word. Now you see that? We may grow up what? Into him. In how many things? In all things. And how do you grow up in all things? By desiring the milk of the world, like I've taught you. And now, you don't read the Bible like, well, they say we should read the Bible Let me know. You are really because you truly want to hear from the Lord. Amen. You don't read the Bible as a routine. No, you see that the Lord today, I'm, I'm coming, I'm hungry for you, I want to study the word of God. Lord, reveal Jesus to me as I study today, and even as I read the word. You read intentionally, not because it's a command, no. You read because it's your life. We may grow up into him in, in all things, which is the head, even Christ. That means we are called to grow into Christ. That means the end game, you see, we are born again, yes. But we are born again as children, but we are meant to grow up into who? Into Christ. In fact, verse 13 says, if you look at verse 13, till we all come in unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So in this world, we have, we have a process of progression into growing into the fullness of Christ. In all things, in our thoughts, in our desire, in our intention, in ministry, in service, in all things we grow up into Christ. Once amen tonight. Wow. What a great expectation that God has given us the power to fulfill. We may grow up into Christ. That's great. I'm praying to God that I may grow into Christ in all things. In my conversation, the other part of Timothy, he says, Be thou an example of what the believer in what? In word, in deed, in purity, in conversation, in holiness, in faith. Hallelujah. That means we are growing up into Christ. That means Christ wants us to grow up into him and become like him. No wonder it says in 1 Corinthians 3.18, we all, with an open face, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, and have been changed to what image? The same image. That means we can. Listen to me, folks. God cannot tell us to do what He hasn't empowered us to do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
16 says, From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies. So you see, you are a joint. So people say, I'm a joint. I'm a joint. Amen. You see, the joint supplies is like you are, you are a source. You are an integral and important part of the body of Christ. Amen tonight. And therefore we grow into him. So the word grow into him here is the same word we find in, 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 in hospital that you may grow thereby. So, so, so in, the, in the epistle of Paul, Paul says, yes, we are born again by the mercy of the Lord, by the grace and through God's faith that has given us is a gift. We are expected to do what? To grow up into him. I wish people and tell, tell, tell them about grow up. But if you would husband say husband, husband grow up, wife grow up. Amen. We grow up. Because in our growth we become suppliers of the spirit. Amen. So you see we grow up. As babies we grow up. We grow up to youth. And as I start tonight, like I said, I want to let you know or see by the Spirit of God what God expects of you as a youth. Not the physical characteristics that you show. You know, sometimes it's difficult to tell who should be Okay, maybe that's not the best way to, to put it. You know, today in church, we determine who, who, who comes to adult church by age, and who, who goes to children's church by age. But it will be difficult to, to put an age limit or define by, by age who a youth is. But it's easier to define and, and, and explain by what you should be doing. So you know. Hallelujah. Are you available tonight? Because it's difficult for us to, to pin it by age because it's not by age anymore. You know, the Bible says in, 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 in Psalms, let's turn there tonight, Psalms, Psalm 199, I want to show you this pattern. So you know, so I'll be describing what, what, what you ought to be doing that, that shows that you have, you have now grown up to be a youth. Hallelujah. Rather than defined by your age, or by your, or, 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 or by your qualification, or, or, or by what you have, or what you don't have. No. It's by, it's by, it's by what you are, what, what you are able to do and bring to bear in the kingdom. Psalm 119. Let's read verses 99 and 100. I'm just getting there. You can pardon me together myself. Psalm 199. Sorry, Psalm 119. Psalm 199 is, 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 is 150. Psalm 119. I want to read verses 100. And, sorry, 99 and 100. Alright, I'm there. Hear what it said. And I want to read this also in the Amplified Version of the Bible. Let me open my Bible Amplified here. I, I have one on my side. I will read from King James. I also read from the Amplified Version. So that some things can be clear for us to understand. As I, as I, as I found on this scripture for us in little about the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. So, okay, 9900. Let me read um, from the KJV first. 99. He says, I have more understanding than all my teachers. This is some mistake. For thy testimonies are my word. Now I've told you, in, every time you see the word testimony, it refers to word, the word of the Lord. How do we know that? Psalm 19 verse 7 says so. Categorically, it's okay. So every time you see the word testimony, statue, precepts, ordinance, law, is all referring to what? The word of the Lord. The Bible, amen. So he says, I have more understanding than my teachers because, he said, for thy testimonies are my words, meditation. Andre, I, uh, I understand more than the ancients. Who are the ancients? Now, 
Why? Because I keep the word precepts. I keep thy word. Now let's read up just in the Amplified. Verse 100. I understand more than the agent. Who the agent? Old people. That means right now, it's, 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 not, it's not old age per se that brings about what? Wisdom. It is the word of the Lord. So we can't really define in spiritual things and terms and say, okay, those who are old and, and are necessarily elders. No. Some folks can be young but are matured are like elders. Why? Because they are taking the time to study the word of the Lord, the ancient of this, glory to God. And he that is for the ancient of this actually is of the ancient of this. So the spirit of the angel of death will roll off on him, glory to God, and become wiser than the physical aged one. Why? Because he has, a, he has God's wisdom abiding where? In him. Hallelujah tonight. Talk with me one more time tonight, if you can, so I explain this point as we go on. Turn, let's, let's, let's look at um, Numbers, Numbers chapter 14. Numbers 14. I'm going to let us know that, that it, it be, we, we can't define the youthful growth by age. No. Numbers 14. Um, let us look in particular. Okay, Numbers 14. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to see. Okay, let's, let's start from verse 7. It says, and they spake unto all the company of Job Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to such it is exceeding good. If the Lord delights in us, then he will, he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land filled with milk and honey. Now, if, if you come down, um, alright, actually, where I'm going to in that scripture is where, is where, okay, let's, let, let's put our hands there and, and, and flip a little further to Joshua 14. Joshua 14. Joshua 14. I want to say something in particular that Caleb said. Alright, Joshua 14. Let me stop them there tonight. I'm trying to explain to you with close tonight the expectations of God for us as we grow, especially in our work with God and in this time. What is God's expectation? Joshua 14, lesson from verse 7. Forty years old was I when Moses, the son of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in my heart. Now if you read down, come down to um, verse 10. And now behold, the Lord hath kept me alive. And he has said this forty and five years. Even that is it was 40 years when God spoke to him. Now, he has added ha, 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 how many more years? 45 more now. That means he's now how old? 85 years old. Now, this is an 85 year old man speaking. Hear what he said. And he said, this 45 years, even since the Lord spake this word unto me, while the children of Israel wandered in wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day, first call, and five years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was the day Moses sent me. That means I was as strong. That means at 85 I'm still as strong as in my youth. You see that now? So it's not by age anymore. It's by the vision. It's by the faith of God on your inside. It's by what we're able to do. And what is saying here? Give me this mountain for I'm able to take the mountain at what age at 85. So what makes you a youth is not a point of how old you are, but what you are able to do for the Lord. In the time in which you are. Just to establish that fact tonight with God's word. He said, I'm, I'm, for I am as strong as I was 45 years ago. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war. Now see that? He strength for what? So was the war. He was ready to fight the causes of God. It was right away. He said, what it says there. He says, it says, for war to go out and to come in. That is the state of a youth. It's not a state for us to sit down. Are you going out and coming in for the Lord? Are you standing defending the cause of God? Can you say like Paul, I have fought the good fight. It's only a youth in God that does want that fight. So what qualifies you as a youth in the Lord is your 
ability to do what? To fight for the Lord. Now let me come back. Hebrews 5, our text. And tonight I can stop here. I'll build up from there because this is very important for us. Because God wants to create more youth in us, but He will do it by the word as we grow. Amen. Hebrews chapter 5. Now please take note of the scriptures and start reading against the next class. Um, that's what Tuesday. First John 2. Please note this much down. Because we, we, we might not be able to go through all of them in this, in this course, but write them down. First John 2, verse 13 and 14. First Timothy 4, 12 and 16. Ephesians 5, 22 and 25. Again, 1 John 2, 13 to 14. 1 Timothy 2, 4, 12 to 16. And then Ephesians 5, 22. To uh, 22 and 25. Alright. Hebrews 5 now. From verse 11. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. God wants you to mature. Praise God. That is the strength. Amen. That, that, that is the power of Christ in you and I. That's when, 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 when the power of God will be seen in our world. That's when our light will shine very much. That's when the glory of God will manifest in us in the face of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's when, like, like, like Paul said to, said in, in, in Philemon 6, says that the, that what? The communication of thy faith might become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing in you in Christ. Is that these things of the good in the Spirit. Hebrews 5 from verse 11. I read. Of whom, now he was speaking here, of the priesthood of Melchizedek. How God called him, he had no father, he had no mother, he had no descent, he had no place for God, but he came unto Abraham, and he was likening Jesus to Melchizedek, hallelujah, teaching some deep stuff of God, revealing who Christ is, amen, revealing what he came to do and, and, and his mission, as relates to the Gentile and what he's doing in our lives. But you see, he's teaching them some deep things, but, but there's something about these folks that made him to stop. Of whom we have many things to say and heard to explain. Wow. Why is it hard to explain? Because they are what? They are dull of hearing. That means they are tired. They are not, they are not interested in some deep things. All they want is just, is just small things. You know, you know, like, 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 like this, like we saw in Caleb. Caleb said, I'm a strong, listen. He said, in those days, your fathers murmured and complained about God's promise and they brought an evil report. See, they, are, they, 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 they claim they had nothing to do with, with the things of God. Tonight, what are you having to do with the things of God? And it said of you, I'm, 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 I'm all to the house of God, for you have a place in the things of God. For they said, away from you, O to your tent, O Israel, for you have no portion in the things of God, but of Jesus. But can it be said of you, come to the house of God, for you have a portion in this place. Why? For you have built up your mind to stand for God. Nobody will force to serve God. On your own volition, you will come before the Lord. And the Lord said, Lord, here am I, send me. Wherever I shall go, I will go. Wherever I shall go, I will go. Have you, have you got a point where you can, you can, you can Stand and say, Lord, if you need a man, find me. For he said in Ezekiel, he said, For I seek for a man that will stand and make the earth, I found none. Can God find you? You know, God can't find you in your excuses. The days of excuses are work are over. The days of you missing service are over. Do not forsake the assembling of yourself together. Praise God. As a manner of some. Are you, that, are you part of the some? Why should we come to that? So much so as we see the day approach. Why? Because this is how we encourage ourselves and, 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 and exalt ourselves so much so as the day approaches so we can grow and be presented to Him 
He was appearing. So he said here in Hebrews, because you are dull of hearing, and but there are many things I want to say, and those things are what? They are hard. Something hard. They are hard things. That means in Christ Jesus, they are, they are what? They are hard things. Now those things are not milk. They are hard truths that will, will challenge you. Sometimes can make you offended. In fact, do you know the Bible? There are things that Jesus said to people, and they left him. One day he was preaching, he said to them, Except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part in me. And when the disciples had this, they were offended. They said, this thing is what? It's too hard. Who can bear it? And they left. And they asked the twelve, would you also go away? And they said, to whom shall we go? For with you is the word of life. The true word of life that will build you up will be the hard ones, not the soft ones. It's children that look for soft words. The days are here when we want to get the, the hard word of the Lord. Is that hard one that will keep us and preserve us. Verse 12. For though by this time you ought to be teachers. Mm. By this time you ought to be teachers. That means there is a stage in your life that God expects you to what? To start teaching. But now, don't assume that, that teaching means I will become a teacher in church. No. Teaching means you start teaching people with your life first. Yeah. It means, it means, you know, that's why if you read, if you read Acts 1 verse 1, it says, it says, it says, it says, it says, the former teachers have I made known to you, O Tephilus, of, 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 of the things that just both began to what? To do first and teach. He did it and then, and then, and then taught. So, so, what precedes physical teaching is actually learning to do. Learning to live it. The highest form of teaching is living. Let your life so shine before men that they may see your good works. As a husband, how are you living? Are you living like Christ as an employee? How are you living? Are you living as, as, as uh, to be, to be approved of Him as appearing? Praise God. It's time for us to grow and start desiring straight things of God. Break hard things. Strong meeting men, things that will that will break you down, things that will offend you, but see, in that offense actually is life. Oh he told them, Are you also offended? You see, go to the point in your life where 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 no pastoral chastisement can cause you to, to be offended. In fact, you see in the old church. I think it's first too much to talk about Paul 20 or 20. He says, if, if someone offends in the church, correct him before all men. That's hard for us in our day. It means that kind of a church is not a church where there's no accountability. Everybody's word is accountable. So it's not a church where it, 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 it's not just all commas, no. Everybody is responsible to God. Everybody wants to go. So the leaders know everybody properly. Amen tonight. I'm going somewhere. Who is the youth? I won't define the youth by age and value by 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 what the Lord expects of you at that particular time. So your it means you can transition from a child to a youth in a short period of time. It's only because of how long you've been a believer, but how, but, 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 but your desire to grow quickly in the things of God. You see, don't be shocked that some people that, that get that government here before you can grow, can outgrow you in the faith. Ah, I got the name, 1914. I'm going to Rubbish. It means nothing. What is the impact of the world in your life? Has the world ever been before that you've grown, you've matured, you are now an example. You see, youths are example of the believers. I'm going to show you the scriptures to make progress. But see, let's go on today as we read, and I'm showing to you the mind of God and the expectation of God are saved. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. Now, this is not wrong in itself to, to be taught like you are being taught tonight. 
That's why you must take the school of discipleship very seriously. There are false principles. There are things that are basic to Christendom. So the basic. Alex, stop this again. You don't have to be basic. There are things that are elementary, thank you, that we all must know. Everybody must know that. So you can, when they ask you, you can teach it. Peter 3, verse 15. He says, and stand about the Lord God in your heart. And be ready always to give an answer to everyone that asks you for the hope you have in Christ Jesus in all weakness and lowliness. The basic doctrines, fundamental, you have, you also know that as you grow. You can, you can teach it to everyone, praise God, hallelujah. Teach those things. What the first principle, of course, we go, what is it? You have to learn, see, those things are the first principles, the elementary teaching. It's like a pillar of the faith that every believer must know. Not just knowing it, but knowing it to the point where you are able to teach others also, that's the youth. Come with me tonight to first Timothy. Hold on there. I'm coming back there tonight. I'm not going to today. First, uh, okay. Let me get myself tonight and just read that scripture. So, so that you can buckle up your belt in the spirit and begin to 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 exercise and 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 and, and grow up and mature. Amen. And do the works of God and, 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 and be a blessing to the house of God and be a contributor. Amen. And, 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 and say, Pastor, I think we need to pray more for the lost. Yes. Amen. That's how to fight the group by the word of faith. Pastor, I think we should go out and preach more. Yes. That's how it shows that you are growing. Pastor, I think we should just take time to pray for ourselves more. Can't we just fast some more, Pastor? Can't we do some, some spiritual things? That's what shows that you are now growing as a youth, not your age or how old you be born again. It's what you do that shows the state of your growth in the spirit. Second Timothy 2. Let me show you this tonight as I go back to my Hebrews. Second Timothy 2. Let me read verse 1. It says, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among my witnesses, the same commit thou to what? Faithful men who shall be able to teach others also, now verse 2, again, Second Timothy 2 verse 2, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, commit sin to what? To faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So one of the nature of the youth is that the youth is a faithful person and is willing and able one to learn and then to what? To come teach others also to grow. So your duty is to learn and to see others grow. Amen. You are, you are hungry for the kingdom. You are hungry to see others improve. Praise God. You are, you are, you are hungry to, to, to make yourself a worthy example and a true ambassador of the kingdom. See, if Christ were here these are things he would tell you. Represent me well. The things that were heard, what things were heard, the elementary things that you must know, and the first one that we see there is what? In 6 from verse 2. What well, the first thing that I said there, Hebrews 6, verse 2. First principle, repentance from dead works. Second principle, a faith towards God. Third principle, Baptism, four principle, let of hands, fifth principle of the dead, and sixth principle. These are the principles you must know and be able to teach it. And today I'm going to give an assignment. Start studying along those lines. What do they mean? Start taking notes. Start studying. Start growing. I will teach it again. But God expects you. He says, the time you ought to be teaching this. So, when you get to the point where you are eager to teach now, teach by first learning to live by yourself and then be able to teach your family first. Your first decision of teaching is your family. See, people want to teach outside. No, first teach your family. Teach people in your, in, your, in your office, in your environment, without looking for a That's what we know that actually you have a desire to be a blessing. 
Let me read. Verse 12. Again. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need word, milk, and not solid food. So youths are those who go for what? Solid food. Hard things. Praise God. There are hard things in scripture. There are harder doctrines. If they are primary ones and they are elementary ones, then they are more, they are more in-depth ones. But God expects you to understand them and be able to communicate it to you. Verse 13, for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. Now, it means, it means you, you can be skilled in the word of God. You can be able to, 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 to dissect and, 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 properly divide the word of God. You know, there are books that I read when I'm a pastor, it's okay. And there are things I say, hello, no, this one is good, I know that, no, this one here, I don't know that, no, this is good, it's good. I'm able to take the right ones, I'm able to, why? Because, because I'm studying the word of for myself. That is the youth. So when, 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 when you're able to do these things, it means, it means you, you are growing. So it is the things you, that determines your growth, not your age, or how long you've been born again in Christ. And God expects us to grow. We have, oh, okay, I'll tell you about today. But hold on, let me just finish the job. Verse 14. But solid food, is a solid food. Wow. Strong meat a bit. This entered a bit. He said, but strong meat. I love that. You know what something means? It means the meat that is strong, it don't, it's strong. You know, you can use one, let, let, let me know what you strong meat. You know, if it's meat, meat you just drink it one of mine, it's gone. You forget about it. Stop me too. But when it is strong, you can eat this strong for one, one hour. Kilo. That is, you, you are in a state of a life where you can stay on one scripture for days. You are chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing because the more you, the more, the more you see God's word, the more you see God's word, says in Psalm 1 verse 1 and 3. He says, for, for, for in the law of the Lord, God, he may take day and night. It takes and it, it takes a strong believer who is growing to stay on one God day and night. It means he's chewing strongly. It's a joke tonight, you know. There are folks in the universe areas that go to Buddha and say, a definition. So that we will be eating the show until three Jamala. We use one issue to eat, to eat, to eat, to eat the bowl of Amala. At a step in your life, one word is, is all you need to break through and, and stay and trust God for His word. Amen. Just one word is enough to hold you and it comes when you are, when you are, so it's a sign of growth. It's a strong meat belongs to those who are full of what? Of age. Who are mature. That is those who by reason of use have their sense exercised to discern both good and evil. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principle of Christ, so the living, that's the base. God says you must leave it. Leave that stage. Desire to grow. That we all might grow into Him. Leaving that elementary stage is time for you to leave it. You've been on this mountain long enough. Pastor, how? That's the question. Told you by the word. See the word as as your life. Don't read the Bible as just well. Pastor, the chapter read, 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 read. No, and let's read. No, it's not a matter of routine. It's a matter of life. It gives you hope. Approach it reverently on God. Lord, I want to learn. I want to grow. Lord, anything you show me in your word, I will do. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principle of Christ, let us go on towards maturity or perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and all and all and all and all and all. You see, if we don't grow up on time, we will keep relaying this foundation over and over again. And nobody will the foundation too many times when we're in the house. 
Will they mention other times once and then we are close tonight by the word of God? Have you ever thought in your life? Or right now? Can you can the Holy Spirit tell you right now? It's okay. You are mature. If you can't tell you that right now, tell you the I'm, I'm telling you, you see, it's a time to ask yourself honest questions. If you can't tell you, Mr. Kofo, Pastor Richard, no, be, be, be sincere. You know what the problem you have? We're not sincere with God. God has said, I have blessed you. But there are things, but your growth now is not dependent on who? On you. That ye may grow. That ye henceforth be no more children. He said, I will help you to be not no more You will be no more children. Alright? You will grow. So, the duty for spiritual ability is on who? On us. So, Pastor Richard, can we, can, can you and I stand and remind them for Sunday and the whole church, can we truly say, Holy Spirit, am I growing? Can you say to us, my good and faithful son, you are doing well. If if you can't really say so, then make amends. You see, you know, when we get to heaven, you say, Welcome, good and faithful servant. No, don't wait until you get there. Let him tell you now because it's in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. He, he, no, he will know. If you ask him, and you know, she won't say that. You know what I'm telling you? Some of you are going to be let me end tonight. Our time is up. Talk with me this morning, this evening rather to Revelation chapter chapter one, and then I'll I'll close. I'll close. My duty is to help us assess ourselves and and, 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 and trust what is going to help you. I can I can reveal this to you, but it's not left to you to go. But you see, that's 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 what I'm a pastor. I'll, I'll feel it with God's too, but I'm praying God today that you be sincere and that offense for him in love, that you grow into him, you desire to be like him, he will shine forth in you, you become his battle axe, his people of work of work. Like Caleb said, Lord, I'm not looking for anything for myself right now, in love of myself now. I'm looking for me for what? For you. What do you have me do? I've been on long enough. I've been a believer all my life. But I've not really seen that impact. That great. That changed my inside. Lord, it's time for me to rise up and become like you because you're calling to me. Please give me some few minutes as I close tonight. Tell me to go. Revelation. The one from verse four. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who now who is writing to him? Jesus himself. Verse five. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the father from the dead, and the ruler over all the kingdom of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests unto his God and Father, and to glory be in forever. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they will pierce him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. If, if, if you read down to the to those scriptures, you find out what it says. And he that stands and comes to and walk within the world. And the calluses and the churches. That means Jesus wants to lead the church to give us support. You see, if you are sincere to ask him for your life support, he will give you now. Because the church in Ephesus, in Ephesus, did not ask the Lord. Jesus himself had to bring their report past. He can show you. If Jesus begins to praise you today, what would be your report past? He knows this. Our parents teach us if vocal is not good. But who will beat you? Who will call you order? Who will chastise you? When you talk to the Lord, it's not as it should be. Today, no one will chastise you. God says, let every man examine himself. 
He says, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged. I want you tonight to judge yourself and examine yourself in the Lord. How are you doing? It's time to rise. And I look for my slumber and I see that Christ is in us. We are saved by grace. We are called in the grace of God. Our redemption in Christ is sure. We are God's children. But the redemption of Christ commands us to live a life worthy of the call. And that's what I'm saying tonight to you. God says, grow. God says, mature. Become like Christ. Lord, we thank you. Holy Spirit. I know I've not spoken like man, I've spoken like all people tonight. Bless your word. Bless your church. And because there's an inner circumcision of hearts. We are doing away with the old man. And the new man in Christ is getting as same as Wives are loving their husbands. Husbands are loving their wives. Families are serving God. Individuals are giving themselves over to the Lord in a fresher commitment, in a stronger way. Ministries are being fulfilled. Lives are being changed. We are standing for the Lord. We are fighting the good fight of faith. We are laying hold on eternal life. We are laying hold on eternal life. Stay strong in the spirit. Stay strong in the faith. For Lord, we make our faith right. Thank you for redemption. Because we grow into you. Lord, everyone tonight that is making a commitment in their hearts for a fresh walk and a fresh start, Lord, cause grace to honor it and bring it to bear to come on them. I pray for inner strength. Help us with doers of the world. Jesus. Thank you because we shine as light. And you by your word to become what you want us to be. As you await the precious hope and your journey. Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, folks, for listening. I appreciate you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. We're going to meet tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. For service, it's going to be a good time. Uh, in the spirit, we start from 9 o'clock. Um, please don't come late to church. We are growing these things. We are, we are getting mature. Yeah, let's, let's come to serve. Let's come to supply. Let's come to give. Let's come, let's come to, to contribute in the spirit, in worship, in prayer, in praise, in the word of God. Let's, let's, let's form a, a holy habitation, a holy priesthood unto God. And we leave worship on the earth for the That is light and is glory. My fear the earth out of the verse. Covers. God bless all tonight. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow. In Jesus' name.